0: everybody. Heads and Tails Podcast. Back Hello. again for May. Warren is here. Still. I'm here. I'm your host today, of course, and every time. Because, you know, it's just what I do. There's nobody else. There's literally it. nobody else. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh well. Hey Jason, you'll host. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to do are that. Are you available? Yeah, Great. Sure. I'm always available. Yeah. I'm always are, available here. You are our first choice. I was my first choice. Yeah. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Uh, we have a good show for you guys today, as always. We have the boys from Seven Stills Brewery and Distillery here out of San Francisco, California. We have Rylan, Connor, and Clint in the studio joining us, which is great. Welcome, guys, first of all. So it's thank a long you, haul you, from, from the city out here, but uh, I love in studio guests mm-hmm. more than, than talking on the phone. Because you just you just get a much better interaction. I know we yeah. can't always have people right. come in because you know we have out of state guests and whatever. But uh,
1: yeah,
2: uh, I like
0: uh, I, I like the hometown boys coming in town. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah, and and when they have the awkward pauses and skipping in, in their voice, we know it's a medical condition <laughs> and not just a bad internet connection.
0: That's true. That's absolutely yes. If you're if you're skittering or stuttering or whatever, you know we'll 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 take care of your right, medical yeah. expenses. We'll at least have an <laughs> EMT on hand just to right. make sure that everything's fine. Yeah, guest comfort is our top priority. <laughs> Clearly, it's like 89 degrees in the studio. We're like, <laughs> eh. It'll be fine, everybody. Sweat it out. Yeah. Whatever's ailing you. Get more people in here. Let's turn on the heater. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It'll be a good time. Uh, This show is brought to you today, of course, uh, and every day by Pico Brew and their new Pico Still. You can distill uh, small quantities of things like water, of course, Warren, and essential oils, Make hop extracts. You can make hop extracts. If you're into that whole thing, I don't know. Um, And where it's legal, you can even make... Uh, Spirits. That's true because it's just in the U.S. It's not legal, but it's legal to distill in other countries. Exactly. Yeah, and you can buy a pico still from anywhere in the world, wired up for uh, you know eleven ninety volt. I don't know what other countries use. Is it that you know? I don't Mm. know. I just I know we're always pedal power. I think that's probably what it is. Yeah, that's probably what it is, man. I think pico works on that. (laughs) <laughs> if anybody would do it, here's how to you know to run your your Pico still during the apocalypse. Yeah, get on this bike and then you ride for two hours. Right, because you have nothing else to do. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you can capture the essence of hops and other oils and imbue, imbue imbue food and beverages with unique flavors and aromas. So You can pretty much trick out your uh, your whole brewing, or you do whatever you want. Look. Uh, We're not going to tell you what to do with it and what not to do with it. You can do a lot of stuff, and it's up to you to figure it out. Yeah. But, you know, if it's against the law, don't say you heard about it here. Right. But if you buy one, say you heard about it here (laughs) on Heads and Tails Podcast. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, All right. Before we get to the boys, Warren, you went to the ADI conference last—was it last month? In March. March. It was the end of March. End of March. It's been a while. It has been a while.
2: Yeah. How was that? Did you learn a lot? Did you get wasted? Oh, yeah. Um. Actually, not. I I was trying to be productive there, and so uh, didn't hit the juice very hard, as they say in (laughs) the the industry. Yeah. Oh, that's Uh, a thing. I'm sure somebody said it up there in Um, one industry. (laughs) Right. Yeah, in (laughs) an industry. Okay. Um, but yeah, it it was a really cool place. Uh, Eric and the people at ADI put on a really good conference. Um, it was great to get to. talk with a bunch of super passionate people who are from all experience levels, people just getting into the industry and people who have been doing it for years um, and uh, getting to talk with uh, all sorts of uh, equipment manufacturers and yeah. even just uh, um, consultants and learning about the science behind all of the barrel aging uh, techniques. And, and you just put
0: it in and you, you, let, you let it sit there, right? I mean, that's all there is <laughs> to it. You would think. Yeah. but actually, I can uh, do that. Right. How hard is that? I forget about shit all the time.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Where was that barrel? Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, I don't I remember. I don't ah, it's
2: fine. Whatever. Um, but even one thing that I didn't even realize, apparently, uh, obviously, you take the spirit out of the barrel, and the speed at which you reduce the alcohol content to what you would bottle it at okay, yeah. can significantly impact the flavor of the spirit. Get, really? Getting to do a lot of side-by-side tastings of things like that with a, a rapidly proofed down spirit <laughs> mm-hmm. versus a, a slowly proofed down spirit. Huh. You, could, you could taste it, the difference in a side-by-side comparison. And getting to taste different supposedly neutral grain spirits from different bases like wheat, corn, rye, potatoes, yeah. uh, grapes. Even though they say neutral grain spirit, they're not so neutral. Really? And so, getting yeah, you can taste little bits of of the the origins of those spirits, and it was just a super informative. Well, experience. That's cool. Yeah, that was the gin conference. Wasn't there a gin thing? Oh yeah, that, that was sounds, the first thing I did. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah, that was it. Was really cool to just focus, spend a whole day just focusing on one spirit, and they went all the way from the history to uh, different uh, techniques, and we got to do a gins from around the world tasting, and getting to mm-hmm. taste some gins from uh, South America with some just bizarre uh, ingredients that you're just it's like this is still gin I guess (laughs) like Like what what was uh, uh, gosh so it's not um, just the standard
0: like juniper berries oh yeah exactly
2: not the standard junipers they were using like locally sourced herbs and botanicals that I'd never heard of and and just making some really interesting flavors. You're
0: not up on your South American herbs and botanicals? I mean, Uh,
2: one, I'm sure that you're well aware of, but
0: we won't talk about that. Yeah,
2: I go, I know my Central America botanicals (laughs) and herbs, but not South America. Okay. All right. All right. Well, hey, man, that's okay. There's plenty of time. You're a young (laughs) kid. There's plenty of time to get well-versed on
0: all that kind of stuff.
2: All right. Well, Uh, it sounds like you had a good time, man. Oh, yeah. It's definitely worth going going for everybody who hasn't, and uh, I hope to go back next year. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited for you, Warren. Right. Maybe even you can come.
0: I want to go. Why didn't? Oh, yeah. Because oh, there been. was
2: that whole baby thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I forgot about
3: that.
0: Yeah. Which happened like two weeks before the thing. But right. it, was, it was even more of a reason not to go. Right, I would have felt bad. Actually, yeah. it would have been amazing. I would have felt amazing about it. You could have gotten a whole night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but I didn't what want my like. my kid to, to you know to be raised by a single mother because mm. I would have been divorced <laughs> in a second.
2: And everyone knows the raising happens in just the one week span after it's two weeks old. Yes, yeah.
0: That's the key. That's the key right. element. Doctor Doctor Oz, no uh-huh. Spock, whatever. Yeah,
2: that's the key. He okay. picked it up right. The whole child's life is formulated in that week. you get it? Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. You're thank a great dad.
0: Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, boys. Seven Stills Brewery and Distillery. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you, you doing? good? Perfect. I'm ready to taste some spirits, man. So we've had you on one of our shows on The Session, which is a, a craft beer uh, show, uh, several years ago in our old studio, which is kind of cool. But I wanted to get you back because you're doing a lot more product, and the spirits were so darn good. I'm really excited about it. I had one. I don't think I see it here but it was with, um, <clears throat> oh, maybe it was the Oatmeal Stout. Yeah, this one. Yeah, that, we've got an Oatmeal Stout. Yeah, the choke Smoke. Yeah, the choke yeah. Smoke. God damn, that was good. Yeah. That was a really good spirit, man. And I think it took me a long time to actually finish that bottle because uh, it was so good. I really, I, really, uh, I really dug it. But what I love about you guys is you, you, you brew your beer, you brew the beer, and then you distill it, right. which is something yeah, yeah. that was, at the time, super unique to me. And I, don't, I think it still kind of is.
2: I mean, I think so. You have yeah, you, you have like a full no on
0: bar and brewery, like tasting room. Mm-hmm. So the beers that you guys are brewing to distill, you can buy over the counter. You can just sit and have a pint of. Right? Is that how it's going? And then you can and you just you're distilling the rest.
1: Yeah, pretty I think that's part,
0: yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Do you guys get to experiment with a lot of different uh, a lot of different beers and a lot of different washes and all that kind of stuff? Or how does that?
3: We went pretty crazy last year. I think we might have released like. 14 different whiskeys last year. Wow. Um, but we, we've started to tone it back and kind of focus our efforts a little okay. bit more this year.
2: Was that someone's full-time job, getting all of those labels and recipes approved? <laughs> oh,
3: my God. I bet. <laughs> you're looking at the guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you're on vacation now. Right, yeah. yeah. It's qualifies yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slowing down this year.
0: Oh. Yeah. So how did you guys start with this concept? Did you, did you start with the brewery-distillery concept, or, or did you do one and then move into the other?
3: I mean, it was kind cool. of a happy accident. Right, Clint? Yeah, like- yeah. So, um, yeah, when we are on this session a while back, we talked about this. Uh, we, it was, it was Tim and I that started the company probably mm-hmm. five years ago now. And I was into whiskey at the time, and he was homebrewing a lot. And I was telling him how, you know, when you're making whiskey, it's essentially uh, you're making beer at first. He's like, well, I'm, I'm making a lot of beer right now. Let's, <laughs> let's start to, let's start distilling some." I was like, all right, let's do it. Um, and he's just got this crazy entrepreneurial streak. and. I kind of turned into what's now seven stills. Okay. Um, he was the driving force. Yeah. But All right. it, it started as a lot of homebrew batches that got distilled, a lot of experimentation hmm. back in the day.
2: Were the homebrew batches made intentionally for distillation, or was it the batches that didn't turn out? Super drinkable as homebrew. <laughs> wow. So homebrew, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of redundant. Yeah. It has a homebrew taste to it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it tastes homey. Yeah, it tastes like extract. I <laughs> uh, no, they were intentional. Oh,
2: okay. 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 And uh, no,
3: extract. no extract. But but there wasn't.
2: Uh, or were you making the recipes, speci- like specifically for distillation, in that it wouldn't be recognized as an actual oatmeal stout, or were you literally just brewing? A classic oatmeal stout, and then distilling it.
3: Yeah. So at that time, what we we're doing is we were probably bumping the specialties or adjuncts by ten percent, okay, fifteen percent to kind of accentuate those flavors because you wanted them to carry over exactly. in the final product. Exactly. Okay. Which, when you're looking at it from an efficiency standpoint, you do lose a little bit of efficiency when you you know you're throwing. 15% chocolate malt there or something. That's I'm a sure. lot of chocolate malt. <laughs> yeah. it's too yeah. much. <laughs> would, <laughs> would, the,
0: would the beer, like with that one specifically, would the beer be good on its... Just as the beer? Is it is it go, hey, I could really enjoy this, or was it just a little rough around the edges, but it polishes uh, up in the still? Yeah,
3: it, it depends what we're talking about. Like, uh, choco smoke, the original recipe that we were making on homebrew, was far too peat smoked mm. to, to drink on. I mean... You might like it. I, I, I it was, love, it was, I love
0: it, some smoked beers, man.
3: Yeah. But, <laughs> Sounds know, good like, to me. You can only have so much. It was really good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're talking about a half glass of that. Okay. I mean, we've since toned that back, um, so it's not quite as peep forward. And mm-hmm. the, the okay. beer. Person, In both
2: the beer and the, and the spirit? Yeah. Oh, and, okay.
3: and it's definitely a lot more drinkable as a beer now. And um, so, something that we haven't started working on yet, but is on the horizon, is this beer reception concept where we're... We're brewing the beer. Mm-hmm. You follow me here. This is going to be a long, confusing <laughs> <laughs> explanation. We're ready for it. I work, yeah. I work with Warren. The, I'm used to it. And chime in if you have anything to add. Um so <laughs> it's like, I don't want to impart it. So we brew the beer, distill it in whiskey, age that whiskey in a barrel. Okay. Once we remove that whiskey from the barrel, we brew the beer again, age that beer in the whiskey barrel
1: wow oh yeah
0: that's like meta meta beer dude so, so it's too much and then what it's
3: too much <laughs> it's too much yeah. <laughs> who thought of that He's fired yeah <laughs> uh, i mean it's a cool idea but when you have to explain it yeah <laughs> I <guess they're> like, <laughs> right. so what is so what does that do what do you get out of that process you just get the flavor again but in whiskey for, i i feel like it just drives home that that flavor profile even more okay mm-hmm. so we're
0: like super concentrate some of the nuances in the beer yeah and then so you get them but in different in different ways
4: yeah i mean mean, and to some extent that's a trip man sorry for jumping in but it's one of those things too where we're in such a unique opportunity because of how we do it Mm -hmm. why not do something like that
0: yeah it it seems it seems natural to be completely honest i mean you do all the stuff in house you have everything right there why wouldn't you just Keep playing with it yeah, exactly. And see how far Kind of down that Flavor rabbit hole You can go And
4: that's really been A lot of the driving force For like what he said The 14 whiskeys We came out with last year It's, it's a lot of just like <laughs> Sounds insane <laughs> man yeah. No yeah. it's crazy And there's A lot of those ones were just like oh, We did a collaboration With Fieldwork With our sea farmer Which was like A grapefruit sea salt IPA Okay Distilled mm-hmm. Wow <laughs> Alright How's that
0: Funky Something to do again <laughs> Would you ever do it again
4: uh, it was pretty good. People really responded to it well. We, okay. If if you can find a bottle, drink it. Drink it up. Well, the, <laughs> yeah. right. How
2: did the sea salt come through, or did it, in the final spirit? Oh, good it, question.
3: It, I think it's one of those things where, uh, I don't know if you ever had Old Pulteney, where they talk about mm-hmm. the maritime character mm-hmm. of the whiskey, because it's aged by the ocean. Okay. Uh-huh. It's one of those things where I don't know if it's the fact that we put it in the original thing and it's actually carrying through or it's just the power of suggestion right. that it's mm. actually in there. Okay. But I, I felt like I picked up a little salinity.
2: Got a little sea yeah. seaworthiness.
3: L- yeah. A little brine. Yeah. yeah. Is that something you would add you could add
0: sea salt back to it? I mean I guess you could, you could, you could right? But in the finished yeah. spirit. But if it comes through anyway, I guess oh, why man, would you alcohol eat? plus salt? Talk about
3: dehydro right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna brine myself right drinking this, uh, drinking yeah,
4: this, yeah this throw in a pickle back right and you're, yeah, you're <laughs> yeah And you're solid turn then yourself, then into yourself into jerky
2: <laughs> there
0: you go so do you find uh, uh before we get into the, to the spirits do you guys find that that people are coming in more for for the beer or the spirits or is there is there a clear differentiation because it seems like you have ramped up your beer pr- production a little bit more right a lot yeah a lot, yeah
2: um you guys just went through a recent expansion, too. Is that oh. for both beer and spirits, or just one side? It's pretty much for beer, actually. Oh, really? Um, wow. I, I
3: mean, if you think about it, beer needs a lot more time for fermentation. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Opposed to the whiskeys, where it's maybe sitting in a fermenter for a week. Because you fermented uh, whiskeys and
0: the wash and stuff pretty fast, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, we used to do it 100 percent like beer, but we, we've toned it back so the fermentation time is a little closer, to like five days. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. No, it hasn't had a huge impact. Okay. Uh, like we're still we're still experimenting with yeast and doing all that. Um, we we actually were messing around with distillers yeast for a while, but we pulled back mm-hmm. from that just because it wasn't quite the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, the expansion was pretty much for the beer. Uh, what what do we add on, Ryland? How many barrels of fermentation? Uh,
1: an additional 400% expansion? Yeah. So, yeah. It wow. Was, it was a lot of Geez. We went from 30, 30, 90 barrels to 270 barrels. Wow. Congratulations, yeah. man. That's no,
0: that's no small feat, man. Yeah, that's, that's, a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of new tanks. Yeah. That's a lot of – wait, 14 whiskeys in a year,
2: man. That's why. <laughs> I guess, right. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, are you guys, uh, you said you're using different yeast, or you did for a while. Are you back to using the same yeast that you use in the beer recipes, or is it still just it's a different yeast because it's a faster fermentation? We like using
1: USO five uh, American ale yeast, Chico Sierra Nevada strain for the for the whiskeys. Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: yeah, interesting. And, right. and, and depending on it, sometimes we'll use different yeast, um, like that 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 we have that is using Libertines. Um, House yeast. I, I think they do some crazy stuff with it where it's like on a lava rock in a cool ship or something. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Up to the troposphere in the back. <laughs> Damn. Yeah.
3: Uh, and then I think that bear bottle collab that was done with Conan yeast. Um, hmm. So, yeah, um, within, within our core line, we pretty much stick to USO5, but we'll venture outside. Okay. Outside of that. I think uh, we did a pot still earlier this year that we used Saison yeast with. Oh. Yeah, Saison use. Um, right. it's, it started yeah. out really fruity, but now it's kind of mellowing out, and it's complemented really nice in the barrel.
2: Okay. Yeah. It did a lot of the Saison the phenols and, and esters come through in the distillation process?
3: Yeah, it comes through, but it's, you know, transmuted. Oh, to, really? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: How does it change? Yeah, so, it, like, like, I'm picking up a little more citrus and, you know, clove and hmm. that type of thing. Really? Okay.
0: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty funky. Yeah. I
3: like you guys are, are
0: kind of still experimenting with it.
3: Yeah. Still playing with stuff. So having a good time. Yeah, the, the collaborations definitely provide like an easy format to do yeah. that in too. Yeah.
2: I love it. Yeah. Let's Are uh, there are there many distilleries doing collaborations like that? <laughs> That's
1: a good we, we were just in Nashville and cl- collaborated with Corsair Distillery. Okay. Uh, oh so. nice. They do some
0: weird aren't they the ones with like the quinoa oh, they, yeah. whiskey or something like that? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I
2: got to swing yeah. by there and got to try that. That was an interesting whiskey. Yeah. Does, um, the ADI was in Nashville. No, that was for the Craft Brewers Conference. Oh. Yeah, you were there. I was there. We were there too. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: I, I, I was I actually at not. the other. Uh, I was the at energy. the actual Whiskey Corsair <laughs> Distillery.
2: I think the same day you guys were at the the Brewing uh, Corsair branch. And so they, they, uh, I actually met some of the brewers. They left you guys and came to the other place. <laughs> <laughs> oh And they're like, hey, we were just with uh, the Seven Stills guys. <laughs> like, oh, <Yep>. hey. <laughs> we were there. <really> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: well, let's crack open a spirit, man. Let's start talking about some stuff, huh? Let's go. Yeah, what, what, what should we try first?
3: Uh, you know, if we're talking about beer to whiskey, I would start with either whipnose Nose or Tomahawk because they show that you know, hoppy whiskey one-to-one relationship.
0: Okay. What are you going to do, the Tomahawk? That's
3: that
4: yeah. Let's. let's start hey, off if Anyone windows. bring a knife? <laughs> uh, yes. Knife at work, so people pliers. could use it. The, the
2: tip's broken <laughs> off, but well, actually, you. no. The, I is, got whip is nose like open. Oh, right. oh, yeah. It's also got pliers. Yeah,
4: maybe. pliers is the pliers is the action with that. Yeah, maybe oh, someone works go. on that. Well, yeah, I'll get <laughs> I
3: got whip nose open.
0: Whip nose. All right, tell me about whip nose while we uh, pass that little John around.
3: Yeah, so Whipnose was actually one of our first whiskeys we ever did. Mm -hmm. It's a collaboration with Pat Rulab, who is out of Black Hammer now. uh, They're in Soma, Soma District of San Francisco. Okay. Um, But I think he was home brewing at the time. It it was a small operation. We were a small operation. Um, And it it has a good breadth of uh, ingredients in it. It has... um, Maple maple sugar in it. Um, it has rye. It has uh, kind of a range of crystal malts in it, uh, and then it's dry hopped with uh, Cascade, Centennial, and Simcoe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's an expensive whiskey. Dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're actually we're actually winding down production of it right now just because it is so expensive. Oh,
4: yeah, it gets a little too much, and we're using yeah. the gin basket on this one too, right?
3: No, that's the only one we do that with right now is Dar. It, it's
2: dry hopped wow. when it's a beer, not when it's a whiskey. Exactly. Okay, man. Th- and,
0: wow, this is uh, this is kind of taking me back to the last show that you guys were on because it's it smells like a beer, but it's not a beer.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think what really that's helps, a trip, man. I think what really helps with this one is that um, hmm. that maple maple syrup, or maple sugar mm-hmm. kind of, kind of back sweetens it in a way that brings you back to. You know, when an IPA has a little bit of that sweetness.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, and I think it kind of helps. Uh, this might sound weird, but, like, clarify the hops. Mm-hmm. The hops, for me, come through pretty pretty clean and pretty right down the middle of the nose. Um, and I think it is because of that sweet kind of maple, darker back aroma, if
2: that makes sense. And Does I think that make it, sense? No, absolutely. I think it helps in the finish. Because if it if it wasn't there and it was just the the green resinous hop character and the the alcohol, it would be pretty intense. But the the maple sugars kind of help round it out uh, at the end. Wow, man, that tastes like a friggin' hop pellet. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's out of this world. So, how does
2: uh, very do you have to do a, a a different technique for getting the hop? Oils to carry through into a spirit that you wouldn't
1: necessarily do on a normal whiskey. We, no, we tend to dry hop this one just like a regular yeah. beer. Yeah, um, past primary into secondary before distillation. Well,
2: but I meant like uh, as far as operating the still, is it, is it different versus a non-hopped
3: the whiskey? Only, the only thing that is different when we run a hoppy whiskey opposed to something that has a, like a darker, deeper profile to it, like a like of smoke, the oatmeal stout, is. We don't go as deep into tails. So on top of it being an expensive beer, we actually get less yield on it. Um, oh, okay. Because I find those tails kind of tend to dirty up that bright, citrusy profile. um that oh, interesting. That has. Oh, has. Okay. Um, and the, but as far as the hopping and the, the actual distillation, how we run the distillation, it's completely the same. Um, I've looked into it before as far as hop oils and boiling points. Mm-hmm. I know humulene like that... That is within the range of uh, distillation, but pretty much everything else falls without it. So I don't know if that's the only oil coming through or if um, it's like, you know, the heads where you kind of get that into some of the other distillation like that's coming through, but it's only a fraction of it for like mercine and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. But you definitely get the hot flavor. Oh, good. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm
4: sure, but it tastes good. Yeah, right.
0: It's working. Yeah. Do you, uh, this might be a stupid question. Feel free to tell me if it is, but is this a beer for like uh, whiskey beer crossovers? Is this a whiskey for people who don't necessarily like spirits, but are, are beer lovers, are IPA people? Do you find people kind of gravitating towards. Towards yeah. this, like, I don't really like whiskey, but this uh, is really good, like that kind of stuff.
4: Yeah. The number, the number of times I've run into people who are like, oh, I don't like brown spirits. And then you throw them something like this that, yes, it's a brown spirit, mm-hmm. but you have so much of that herbal quality that like, almost, it almost barkens to like a barrel gin mm-hmm. to, to a sense where you can, yeah. like, yeah. it right, come, like, comes right out of the nose. You still get that sweet vanilla barrel character on it, but it's just, it's not, it's not your traditional whiskey at all but sure. it still just hits all those notes.
2: Have you guys gotten the IBUs measured on this whiskey? <laughs>
3: Let's send it away. Let's yeah, say, yeah be, it's pretty cheap test. dollars. Like
2: dude. dude. Oh yeah, that'd be worth it. What do you think it is, Warren? A billion? <laughs> a billion? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's concentrated, right. <laughs> right, but it's all, but the the water content's reduced. Mm-hmm. So a hundred so trillion be billion. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know.
4: It's do it cask strength. You bring up a good point. We should send it up. That'd be interesting <laughs> to see. If any carried over? I'm coming for you, Brewdog. <laughs> uh,
0: wow. Yeah, that's a great. That is a great. Yeah. And you're phasing this one out. That's yeah, too bad. Yeah,
3: unfortunately. So if it's out there, pick it up.
2: Yeah. Do you uh, select wow. different uh, barrel types for each of the whiskeys, or do you guys kind of have just a, a house barrel char and, and wood that you like?
3: Yeah, so we played around a lot in the past. Um, we were When we started out, we were doing like a blend of five, 10s, 15s, and, and then we started doing only 5s but splitting it between uh number 3 char, number 4 char. Mm-hmm. And now we've actually gone to 53 gallon barrels. Um, okay. Yeah, we just we just made the jump. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh, and still are you still uh, getting a couple different char levels?
3: Uh so yeah, it's now it's between number 3 and number 4.
2: Oh, but just yeah. in 53 gallons. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Okay. Exactly. A lot of different barrel finishes going on right now too. Yeah, we got some cool stuff going on. Uh, we got some the framboos which we'll have later. That that was finished in a sour barrel. Um, but we have some Four legs good from Sante Darius. It's finishing and West Ashley and Wesley Barrels. Man, you guys oh, wow. are all over the place. Yes, yes. you guys are hitting everybody. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. You name it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been there.
0: You trying it, man? You trying yeah. it? Is there wow. anything that that hasn't worked? Like you 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 run a beer and you are like, this is just not. It's too much one thing or another. How would we tell you about that?
3: <laughs> uh, that's, a good, that's a
0: good point. Well, you know, like a lot of breweries will come on and go, oh, I've had to dump, dump uh, batches hey, or whatever. But I, I imagine for Absolutely. you guys, dumping the batches got to suck a lot more than, yeah. well, than, a, than a straight brewery. But
3: we did do one whiskey that we didn't bring today, um, mm-hmm. but it was actually our first run of eight pounds, where <laughs> okay. where the boiler like crapped out on us, and it oh, would, no. it wouldn't. So it has a bunch of pills in them all. You got boiled pilsner malt for 90 minutes you know Yeah. Right. Um, so it literally just the wort sat hot for like
1: eight hours took the boiler part put it back together it's just sitting in there at two two ten point two degrees fahrenheit like so close oh, be, yeah it couldn't
2: get to 212 just was, getting all that dms to form yeah. and go yeah. To nowhere and yeah it,
1: it went from a pilsner color looking wart color to <laughs> like it, listen, it finished as an amber ale by the time <laughs> of bo- <laughs> all that, that of caramelization time right wow. in a, in a, a a it was high gravity too I bet and it uh, at what point well and then it, it, it the yeast didn't like that at all yeah <laughs> they were not happy in the fermenter <laughs> oh god with that mm-hmm. and uh, you probably heard and you yelling at the beer it like, eventually took off but um, it's something came out of it that you know was not going to be packaged as beer so yeah, yeah. we we Turned that into something that we're actually really proud about.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The whiskey turned out really well. Okay. No.
0: So you so, still ran it? Any? I mean, I guess yeah. why not?
1: Right at that point. That is I the think, beauty. I think, of I think we a called facility. it Frankenstein. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so as, you, a, as a as a temporary name. Yeah. So when are you gonna brew another
2: batch of that? <laughs> the same the way. Same
3: way. <laughs> do, do, you, do you want to sit around for eight hours? And watch it almost boil.
2: <laughs> Turn the steam jacket on and off just to keep it at Wait, 2 Wait, I can
4: see a bubble. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Well, I think do to make it steam. really true, you have to take apart their
0: boiler and put it back together. That,
2: yeah, you don't know what that impact was on the beer. Yeah, that's see? true. There you go. All right. Let's uh, try the Tomahawk. Tomahop. Uh, Excuse tomahawk. me. Tomahop.
3: Tomahop. H-A-W-P. Sir. Tell me about this guy. Yeah, there's no Tomahawk. Ops in it which i was giving some shit about <laughs> <laughs>
2: i clearly i clearly
3: uh, expected to taste the tellahug yeah. um, but Riley, do you want do you want to talk about the recipe
1: uh, collaboration with alvarado street brewing <coughs> so uh, we had uh, the fellows come down actually i think it was just jc and awesome guy great company and we made this 100% two row triple ipa mm-hmm. And uh, wow. we we made it like a base eight percent beer, and then over the course of about late summer a year ago, um, we were f- just feeding it dextrose into the into the primary through the dry hop port, and up the ABV to about ten and a half percent. Okay. Uh, so we ended up calling that beer yummy, tasty, slushy, slurpy as, <laughs> as, a, as a draft version of it. And then we also aged some of that whiskey and distilled it as well. And uh,
3: That was yummy, tasty, slushy, slurpy. Yeah, that oh, yeah, was. Jeez.
1: <laughs> you
0: blew Clint's mind,
1: man. <laughs> man.
4: That beer messed up the sunset. I can't yeah. stay here about that.
0: <laughs> oh, everyone in the, in the neighborhood? Yeah. We have, like, we man, a- I got pregnant after that. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, we have a little... And I'm a guy. ...in the outer sunset, and it's like one of the only destinations out there to get good beer. Mm-hmm. And for a while there, everything we had on tap was over 8%. <laughs> oh, wow. So- it was... Yeah, it was a breeding ground of destruction, so to say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and so sometimes the, the beer and the whiskey names don't necessarily match. So people won't be able to follow
3: it through all the time? So, to answer your question... <laughs> There's a story here. Oh, okay. They do match. Oh. It's not the first round of this. <laughs> L- oh, L- later okay. on, when the whiskey was released, then we named it... We rebrewed the beer and named it Tomahawk. Oh, okay. And when I was talking a little bit earlier about getting more organized this year with our releases and a little more focused, um, we're doing quarterly collaborations mm. where... When we release the whiskey, we re brew the oh, wash okay. and make it as a beer and we do a kind of a co release. Then actually the brewery we do a collaboration with, they brew that beer too. So Oh nice. So you get cool. kind of two takes on it.
2: Yeah. I like that idea. And then do you get to can you guys serve both beers at your place? So you can get the other collaborating breweries uh, Think, I think maybe now.
3: I think we yeah we have food now, so I think that's yeah. legal. Yeah, I think we're yeah. to oh, do that cool. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And when we went down to Monterey to release it with uh, Alvarado, we had our whiskey down there.
3: Yeah, because they have the oh, the seventy five license. Which oh, is, right. Uh, yeah,
1: so they could buy the the whiskey from you guys, which was really
2: cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a party, man. Yeah, yeah.
3: those guys party. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, this is wow. This is a completely different. It's different. still an IPA. It's a very different beer for, or uh, uh, spirit from the from the. Um, can I get the whip nose. <laughs>
2: yeah, way?
0: Uh, yeah. Sure? Uh, Warren's hogging it all,
2: man. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, the bottle's empty. Sorry. <laughs> <It> was, uh, <laughs> Centennial and Simcoe. Well,
1: Mm-hmm. So, well, so it, the only
2: different hop then would be the mosaic than from the last one, right? I think it's the first triple IPA yeah, I guess. like <laughs> Yeah. If all triple IPAs tasted like this, i would be a fan. Some I found too, just like driving
4: around with this bottle, is that actually like the hop oils, mm-hmm. they change the whiskey over time. So once you open it, about three days later, it like it goes into like almost a totally different way. It gets a lot more tropical. Oh, really? Really? Huh. Like, it's, it's crazy how the like oils end up working within it after the fact once it's exposed to oxygen. Well, so wow. it,
0: the oxidation, it, you call it, it a, would you call it a good thing it's, or it's just it, a different thing?
4: It's a, it's, it doesn't it, decrease the it, flavor no, at, all. at all. It, it just it, changes it, it a it bit. It breathes out, so to say. Like, okay. Like a fine wine. Would you recommend
0: people do that, or hey, just I'm, drink I mean, this all in one if night? If you can
4: drink a bottle of this in one sitting, go for it. But <laughs> yeah. Odds are, meaning it, go to AA because you got a problem. Yeah. Go but, for it
2: responsibly, or you're dead. Either way, odds
4: are you're going to end up doing that regardless.
2: Right. Yeah. Um,
4: and it's 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 fun. It makes it like going back to it. You know, a week later, it's kind of a you know it changes just enough to where it's like, oh wow, there now I'm k- picking up this. Like melon out of nowhere. Yeah. Like wow. Can- yeah. So it's. Oh, a-
2: that's cool. Does it change like that in the barrel? Like do you, are, as you guys are aging it, are you tasting it to see if the hops are
3: changing? Not a, not too. Yeah. Not, not, not too, too much. To um, yeah. But now, now that he's talking about it, changing when you open up um, when you open up a bottle, definitely throw some water in there because um, that just brings out the hop profile way more. Oh, really? Into the glass? Yeah.
2: Okay. Good thing we can try that. We Should do that.
3: <laughs> we should do that, Warren. We can do that. Uh, highly, highly recommend wh- any whiskey. Yeah
0: yeah. yeah. yeah, for sure. Do you guys... How do you recommend people store, like, a half-empty bottle? Because I know there's some people who flush it, like, with argon or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and some people who don't. I, I don't really do that, but I have a, a good friend who has a lot of stuff, and he flushes it all the time, like, bro. Um, does that kind of stuff matter? Does it? Uh, are, are you doing anything, or are you just wasting argon?
3: No, no. Um, it, it doesn't oxidize nearly as quickly as beer or wine, obviously. Okay. Um, but... I think, like, a cardinal sin of anyone that has a whiskey collection is you drink the bottle down until there's one glass left in it, and then you leave it on your <laughs> shelf yes. for two years. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's I don't so want to drink that. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite yeah. whiskey. I'm uh, saving that
2: for a special occasion. <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, and then I think that is a detriment to a whiskey. But, yeah, if if you're going through a bottle in six months, I think you're okay. You think you're fine? Okay. Okay.
2: No. I don't use argon because I'm not that fancy, but I have CO2 laying around the house for beer. So, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll squirt some CO2 in the bottles. <laughs> You're not. You of all people aren't fancy. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, so
0: I accidentally put a lot of water in here. I didn't mean to. Now it kind of tastes like a beer again. Excuse all right. me. Uh, no, but it. Pr- it proved it back down to a drink right. out, you yeah. put it back in. Perfect. But, yeah, it doesn't really reduce the, 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 the flavors at all. You know, what I mean, it's it's it's, it's there's not concentrated, but they're spread out a little bit more. I think it's maybe a little more approachable for me right now um, because that hop is I'm not used to really drinking a lot of like super hoppy bitter beers. Um, this is that's crazy. That's just crazy, man. You guys are crazy. Uh, What should we try next? We have other non-hoppy whiskeys for you. Let's try it. Don't get me wrong. I like the hoppy. It's good.
3: Are we going through all these whiskeys? I don't
0: think we're going to have time because I know you have have a bunch of beer here, and I do want to finish off with a beer. Because you guys are brewing some beers, and I think that's... Uh,
4: should we just do one more whiskey?
3: Let's do two I would do yeah, more whiskeys. What
0: are the choices that that's we have? That's what I want to do. I want to do the okay. framboos and then uh, one other thing. And, and then, we then we should
4: probably leave them the other two bottles for personal research, right? I, I think yeah.
1: <laughs> we could and... find a
2: good home for them. <laughs> they, need <to> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> they
3: need to be flushed. Okay. Argon. <laughs> <laughs> right. I will definitely do, do that. Have. I have CO2. Hopefully
2: enough. This Neanderthal over here doesn't flush anything, so I think I should get both bottles. I am even to my <laughs> toilet. No. If it's
0: yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, let it sit around. Those are my two cardinal rules.
1: You're saving the earth, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> Isn't that an outhouse?
2: <laughs> and, but it's an in-house in <laughs> his, his situation. Hey, I'm progressive. Okay,
0: so we're pouring the framboos. Framboos. Yeah. First of all, while everyone gets a little shot of this, uh, w- tell me about your artwork, dude, because that is... <laughs> Very not what i what I think of when I think of like a craft distillery which is supposed to be supposed to be air quotes you know polished not polished um like, i don 't know what am I trying to say there's a lot of like quote vintage looking labels out there and everyone 's trying to be refined, but you guys have a, a an edge yeah. to your marketing graphics wise and I love it
3: yeah, so when Tim and I started the company, um, we were looking around at everything on the market and it it 's not as bad anymore. Um, but when we started the company, uh, it was just every single craft distillery was either my grandpa's recipe from <laughs> Prohibition. Right. or Not that that's a bad thing. It's just, you know, it's just a tried. It's an tried. old story. Got it. You hate yeah. grandpas. You heard it
0: before.
3: Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> no, heard he's not it first. Yeah. <laughs> You love
0: Prohibition and hate grandpas. Right. Got yeah, it. we get it. Next. Or, or you know,
3: it, the... This gold rush recipe, or you know, it's something something that just harkens back to an old time. Handmade right. vodka. <laughs> <laughs> you like right. Tito's too. Yeah. <laughs> such a good craft spirit.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't like any alcoholic beverage handmade. I prefer hands not come get, in contact get your with, with out it. Of that. Yeah, thing, right. Man. Come on. <laughs> to a the, secret ingredient. <laughs> Do you
3: remember
1: when we were at Jack Daniel's and they had us stick our fingers in the wash and oh taste it?
3: Yeah, so.
2: <laughs>
1: so oh, wow. I didn't get that special tour. I was just there.
3: You didn't get you put your finger in there? We, no. We got, we got stranded in Lynchburg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. We, are are we you sure should, was it
3: was at Jack Daniel's? We we took an Uber there. The, the Uber in Lynchburg? Uh, there's no Ubers in Lynchburg. Oh, you Ubered to Lynchburg. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you got
0: one there, but you couldn't
3: get one back. <laughs> Poor choice. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Heads up, everybody. Right. Pro tip. You Don't can, take Uber. Take
2: Lyft. Yeah, you can Uber in. <laughs> yeah, you right. can Uber, Uber
0: out. out. Uh, tell me about the um, framboos. framboos.
3: Yes. So this is a collaboration with uh, Libertine, wow. they're based down in San Luis Obispo, uh, and this—I think—the base of this is pretty much just a golden ale, but it has the their house culture, um, which I don't know what that is. It's—it's it's crazy, whatever it is. Um, but they sent some up to us, and uh, we pitched it, we distilled it, and then uh, so you—you you brewed it, you collaborated
0: on the recipe, you brewed it, but they sent you their yeast culture. Yeah, got exactly. it, got it,
3: and then. Uh, matured it in new char oak, and then to finish it, uh, they sent up some of their sour barrels uh, for their. Oh, wow. For, I think it was for their Frambois. Um,
0: they just sent you barrels. Wow. That.
2: That's a collaboration.
0: Yeah. yeah. And they make some
2: good sour
0: beers, oh, too. Yeah, and they they're do. kind of one of the underrepresented California awesome. sour brewers, mm-hmm. well,
3: I, The thing that's crazy is just the breadth of what they do. Yeah. You know, they, they do so much different stuff um, that you can really try a range of sour beers. Yeah. Uh, and then. For this one, we threw threw a small amount of um, raspberry in there too. Um, okay, I mean, the idea, in the barrel. Yeah, the idea oh, okay. was framboise to make it kind of like a frambois. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, which I think I think it does a good job of representing. It has a little bit of that acidity. It has a little mm-hmm. bit of that fruitiness. Um, Some tart to it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
2: How does uh, barrel finishing work, at least for you guys? Because because don't you have to. In order for it to be a whiskey, you have to age it in a new char oak barrel for X amount of years, and you can take it out and quote finish it in something else. Is there a, a time restraint on that or rules for that?
3: Um, so there's actually no time restraint on just calling something whiskey. It just needs to be from grain. It's just oh, once, okay. you get, once you get into that sub classifications, like straight American whiskey or a bourbon or, or oh, okay. something like that, that's, that's when the time constraints start to come in. Um, I'm a little nervous talking to you about this because you just went to ADI. And a bunch of things. <laughs> Warren doesn't retain a lot of. Don't worry, I'm so testing you. We're going to pull your license. Right? <laughs> yeah.
2: Did I tell you I got certified as a TTB agent yeah. <laughs> while I was there? Okay. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's working on his OSHA certification, so right,
0: yeah. he, he's going to be your best friend. Yeah. Um, but, but for we,
3: the record. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, when, we, when we finish stuff, it's really just a taste.
2: Okay. okay. And, um, so how long did this spend in the sour barrel compared to the, the charred barrel or first barrel, I guess?
3: I think this was a year-long age, and I think four months of that were in the, in the sour
0: barrel. Okay. Yeah. It smells like a sour beer. It does, dude. yeah.
3: Yeah, so tastes it, like a sour beer. So the crazy thing God. is, you don't get any of that, you know, that acidity, um, or you know, that lactic acid through mm-hmm. distillation. All those compounds get left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but you do get some like nice fruitiness to it. That, yeah, like, that, that's that's definitely uh, an element um, that uh, you know, lactobacillus or bread provide. Sure. To, to a distillate, uh, but then the finishing is what brings back in that acidity.
2: Should I add some water to it? I'm gonna, I'm, I think I might do it. Do it. And you, you do get a hint of raspberry from the raspberry getting added to the barrels. Did you oh, guys yeah, have to sure. do any uh, filtering, or how did you keep raspberry seeds and things from floating in the bottle?
3: Yeah, we, we, have, we have such a basic filter system.
2: Oh, okay.
3: It's, <laughs> it's just like a little cartridge uh, that <laughs> homebrewers basically use. With all that's the
0: haze you guys are making, I didn't think you had one.
3: Just, <laughs> I'm
0: pretty
4: burn. sure like, we're oh. still using industrial size coffee filters at a couple points of the stage, too.
3: <laughs> no, you aren't. Are you really? For, 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 the, for the last <laughs> bit of whiskey that we have to get out, we do. I love that. Oh,
2: yeah, to separate out the carbon from the barrel. Yeah. Oh, nice.
3: So the stuff that's, like, sitting in the the the
1: filter cartridge that'll go through okay pour that through the coffee filters (laughs) nice the last two percent that takes up 90 percent of the time to pass that through no it's it's so expensive one one drop of it you know you gotta get it all man you gotta get it all
4: all. like our i'm pretty sure our pump holds like a full gallon so when you're done pumping you're like Dude, they're still like
1: lifting <laughs> it over your head. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do you let gravity do its thing? Dump it in. Do you label that bottle special as like the pump bottle? <laughs> that might be called the brewer's cut.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> might be. <laughs> we'll never know for sure. Right.
4: The bottle cruise cut. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Man, adding yeah, adding a little bit of water kind of brings out the the kind of vibrant of the raspberry a little mm-hmm. bit. And you definitely can tell
2: oh. that it. I mean, I guess with the culture and you have all the other bacteria in there, you can tell that there's. A different fermentation happening. It's not a normal yeast ester coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, what smoother? You think? Well, smoother. I to me, it's more. I guess clean, where you just get like the. In the this clean, case, you get the raspberry, beer. you get the barrel character, and you get the malt. Mm-hmm. There's not the like just there's less yeast fermentation impact. I guess.
0: I don't like your opinion unless it matches mine. Hmm. <laughs>
2: That way, you're nice. not always right, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so clean. sorry. Yeah, clean. What, See, there what, you what, go. what you said. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Thank well, you very I, much. I
1: think speaking on different yeast characters, uh, we had a different brand that's not here, but it was called Saison de Loris from Almanac. It was a Saison, oh wow, and that that brought a lot of peachesters. I think, oh, yeah, into the whiskey itself that I got exclusively with that with that brand
3: and just with that not, say, that
2: Saison strain. Yeah, interesting.
3: So yeah, yeast does bring, you know, another element to play with to whiskey that I feel like a lot of times gets overlooked. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: I never thought I would I would live to see the day, Warren, where I was accentuating the raspberry esters, raspberry characteristics of a whiskey.
2: Yeah, but well, I kind of like and, it. I, what a right. time to be alive, man! Yeah. yeah. Well, and you talked about the expense of making tomahawk, <laughs> but sour beer's not cheap. And you're distilling sour beer. I don't think they really care. <laughs> I think they're just driving for the finish line, man. Did I just get this <laughs> this whiskey discontinued also? Probably. Out. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's a loss leader. Yeah, oh, okay. Boy. It brings everybody else. Uh, that's a good, that's, that's good. That's good, it, creative, and and unlike anything I've ever
4: had. Yeah, Which I suppose um, is the point. But hopefully, there's
3: not you know too many other distilleries listen listening. But I think we're the only people that have finished in sour barrels, and I think it's mm. definitely mm. A, a unique. Um, it's a unique twist on on the profile, and I think it adds something yeah. really special uh, to the spirit. I agree. Yeah, I agree, man. I really like that.
4: I mean. A double kicker too. Like a lot of sour barrels are repurposed wine barrels too. So you sure like very few people are using fresh barrels for like a sour finishing. Mm-hmm. So you're grabbing all type, all types of other stuff. In you there think too. you're getting some wine character in there? Or? I mean, not to not to the full extent. I mean, th- that one specifically, you definitely get like mostly berry driven. Like it's it's the beer itself, but. Yeah. Um, Certainly, like you get much more of like a cleaner, like line drive to it. So, like a fruit. Hmm. Here, this
0: might be a dumb question, but does does a a spirit in a barrel penetrate the wood deeper than a beer would?
3: Yeah. 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 So, alcohol in general just has a huge thermal expansion coefficient. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Those are big Two (laughs) very big words. Back up, buddy. (laughs) Ward, What did he say? I would lose to him at Scrabble.
3: Big. Uh,
2: oh, I understood that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Now you're talking our language. Yeah. Uh, so just it can it can get deeper into the. Yeah. All right. So
3: you you did the Jack Daniels tour. You it saw did. the sweat line. On, oh on yeah. Barrel yeah. Right yeah. They well, show
2: you the stave. What's yeah. the sweat
3: line? So yeah, the on the tour. It's a great tour by the way. Right? Oh yeah. Um, highly recommend it if you're ever in Lynchburg and taking it <laughs> out there. If you ever get <laughs> stuck in Lynchburg. <laughs> yeah. Got two tours in a day. No right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but basically, it's. So, this, you know, a stave is, you know, the piece of wood that goes up the side of the barrel. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows the extent that the whiskey is breathed into the barrel. And there's literally, ah. you know, the piece of wood is maybe two inches thick. Mm-hmm. you see has a line, an inch into it. Okay. Yeah.
2: It's almost, it's about, between about a third and a half of the way through the thickness. Mm-hmm. You can see another line, and that's where the spirit has oh, worked its way through. What do you think a beer goes? Like, if, if yeah. a spirit gets like an inch or so,
0: what do you think a beer hits? Couple millimeters or whatever. Yeah,
3: not not nearly as much, but that's a yeah. good question. Mm. Yeah. Let's crack right. open some wow, barrels. look at you, good question. <laughs> yeah. Get a cut. sledgehammer, and let's go, <laughs> baby. Yeah, <right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, uh, for our last spirit, what are we? What are we drinking? Oh yeah, what's this?
3: Uh, Choke a smoked classic. Choke a smoke. That's the first one we, we just brewed the myth, today. The myth, the legend. <laughs> so this is the oatmeal stout or the Russian Imperial stout? Is, is that uh, chocolate oatmeal stout with peat smoked malt?
0: Oh wow. And I love an oatmeal stout, man. I I connect with this with this spirit in some weird level.
3: Mm-hmm. And oats, I, I, I always find oats add real nice, just like vanilla mouthfeel, mm-hmm. kind of. it's kind text, of a textural like, thing too.
0: Yeah, like just even in the aroma, I I feel, I feel like I can pick up oats in the aroma more than I can in an oatmeal stout. If that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe I'm just making stuff up. I have no idea.
2: You mean you get more oats in the aroma of this whiskey than in an oatmeal stout? Yeah. Weird because it's concentrated? Is that what you're going to say? I wasn't going to point it out, but right. since you did. <laughs> since you did, let's focus on it. <laughs> right,
3: you. yeah. Um, and, and what's cool about this whiskey compared to the other three, at, at least from memory, because um, I'm not tasting right now. <laughs> you Are you the Uber driver? <laughs> yeah, I'm the Uber driver today. You didn't want to get abandoned and conquered? <laughs> I mean, maybe,
2: <laughs>
3: um, but this one like has a really like velvety, like thick mouth feel to it uh, that I personally just, I, I love. Yeah, it's good. It, it
0: I, I, it's good. I, I can I can't. It tastes like it tastes like the way a a mash, an oatmeal stout mash smells. For those of you homebrewers out there, mm-hmm. or, or happen to be at a brewery that happens to be brewing a beer like this, just those dark grains, but. But not just the grain, but like wet, you know, after, yeah. the, after they're wet and kind of hot and they kind of release the aromas, that kind of aroma, that's the flavor that I get.
2: Yeah. It's so good. And the peat is, at least to me, very restrained. Very yeah. subtle. And, and you yeah. still get, you can taste the chocolate, you get the, the oaty, slickness, oily, full, full mouth feel. And the peat is just kind of like an underlying complexity there, which yeah. I really like. Absolutely. Man, what a good spirit. Yeah. Again.
4: This is definitely our gateway whiskey. For people who are, like, not totally on board with the concept. Mm -hmm. No, try this one. And it's familiar enough to have that, like, spicy smokiness, but still just it's its own thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could see that for sure. Yeah. It's a good desert island
2: whiskey. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) If you need to get dehydrated. Right. If the sun isn't doing
0: it for you. (laughs) Put a little water in it, Warren. I don't know know if I should have done that.
3: Yeah, that, that definitely opens up uh, the peat profile. Oh, yeah? Adding yeah. water? Mm. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a, actually a really good blog post out there. Uh, wh- I think it's like whiskeyscience.blogspot or something. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Free plug. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy hasn't well, posted in like two years. We'll invoice <laughs> him later. It's okay, fine. it's yeah. fine. <laughs> uh, but he talks about adding water to whiskey. Oh, yeah? And, okay. and, and what happens and, mm. and why... It opens up different flavors. Okay, okay.
0: that'll be cool, to try. Yeah,
3: highly recommend it.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that spirit. That's really good. Yeah. Are you guys doing anything else besides whiskeys? Besides, as far as spirits go, changing what whiskeys are, are, are doing, or are you are you? Uh...
4: You know, they make beer, right? Well, mm-hmm. aside from our delicious beers, uh, have you know uh, these eight beers over here? Yeah.
0: We're gonna crack one.
4: Uh, well, we we also have a vodka. That we make okay. around, always available. It Basically, um, when we first opened, we didn't have any whiskey for the shelf, but we did have rent to pay. So mm-hmm. we had to do what everyone did and make a clear spirit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, but with that, too, not necessarily vodka drinkers. So we had to make one that we ourselves could stand behind. Okay. Um, yeah, we don't have it here. I, I can assure you, as a whiskey drinker, it's a vodka that like anybody can get behind because it tastes like nothing. Okay, you know what I mean, it's, oh, and, yeah. it's, it's yeah. as neutral as possible. Hundred percent corn, distilled seven times. Like, wow, yeah, just clean as hell. Great for cocktails. Great, for, awesome. Yeah, you can sip it neat, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody. Cause that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what psychos do. But. How would you like
2: <laughs> your vodka neat? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
4: you need to you need to go outside. <laughs> you need to re- rethink your decision. <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, we do a vodka, and then we also contract to still for a few people as well. Yeah,
3: yeah, we've done uh, we've done some brandies, we've done some grappa. We actually have some cool stuff sitting right now that is a sizer, which is oh mm. yeah, which is yeah, you know, what is that? Honey, beer, honey, and, and, and oh, yeah. cider. Oh, that's uh, right, honey, right. And, cider. honey yeah. and apples. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, and we have a we have company, a right? beer aging in mead barrels. As well, huh. yeah. oh, a barrel of mead that was. <laughs> yeah. Wow, well,
3: it, it was a it was a wine barrel before that. Yeah, wine, then mead, then beer, of
0: course. Yeah,
1: just keep stepping down the ABV, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're fine. And then eventually, a garden
0: planter. Right, <laughs> right. Are you guys gonna do like the gins? Are you into gins at all? Or
3: you know, we we've just we've wanted to stay out of that for a long time, just because there's so many craft gins out there. Yeah. Um, and but, they're all doing a great job. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, um, they're most so. of them. Fair enough. <laughs> <Kind of.
4: laughs> all <laughs> of most of them are I'm doing just a kidding, great job. I'm joking.
0: I haven't had them all yet. <laughs> How's that going?
3: It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're actually opening up a new space later this year, and we're we're where we can serve cocktails. So we're we're debating bringing that into the mix. So oh, can, you can um, cocktails, so, dude. So we can basically have a house gin.
0: Oh no! Nice. Well, looks like we gotta go to the city at some point. I guess man.
2: once the new place opens,
3: of course. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to go
2: before. <laughs> well,
3: you, you guys will be there for opening night, right? Come on,
2: yes. <laughs> right. Well, sounds good to me. Invite man. us, and then we'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Of sure we'll have to go. Right. Yeah. It would be rude see not us to. you all
3: blacked out, drunk. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. It'll be. I can't wait. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: That sounds good. It'll be like an escape room theme, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, sure. Let's finish the night with a beer. Let's crack one of these beards open. What do you guys want to? What do you guys want to talk about, real fast?
4: I mean, uh, we could. We have, we have our basically our core IPA here. The eight eight pounds per barrel, Uh Um, classic hazy, hundred percent mosaic hops, finished with uh, cryo mosaic, um, super tropical, um, lots of peach stone fruit action. Mm -hmm. Um, At this point in time, I'm sure you guys are probably pretty burnt out on these IPAs. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, you could say that. Yeah. uh, So we'll leave that for you guys. on that note, oh, we you. have Sunahop, Hop, which is a uh, dry hop grisette, four oh. percent light, clean, um, great That's little Belgian about. snap on the back. Okay. Um, okay, killer. Or otherwise, a 747, which is a collaboration we did with 47 Hills down in uh, down in South SF, uh, Belgian Golden Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading that on
0: the on the dude. website on your description of it, and let's see if I can still find it.
4: Yeah, basically like a ten and a half beast that just goes down too smooth.
0: Uh, <laughs> but it was something I can't I can't find it right now. But it was something like, uh, well, like if you were dating Shemay or something like that. This yeah, is the yeah, be- yeah. <laughs> exactly mm, <laughs> it's yeah. a good marketing, man.
4: Um, and then. Uh, d- if you guys want to go down the IPA train, get some hops in your system, but don't want to go hazy. We also have the uh, Caviar Dreams. It's a uh, Brood Oh, I've IPA. heard about that one. Oh, you IPA have? IPA in collaboration with uh, Social Kitchen. Uh, oh, nice. Kim Stutvard, who actually uh, invented the style of the Brute IPA. We uh, got oh, to nice. work with him on this one.
2: That's so, cool. Um, so he's the inventor. Oh, uh, yeah,
4: he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's coined as the, uh, nice. the man, the myth, and the legend.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think? Warren, what do
0: you want to try? Before we get out of here,
2: I'm kind of curious about the brute IPA. I've only had one of those before tonight. Let's, Let's it. Let's try that. Right. Yeah. Like, Let's do you've it. I've only had one, one tonight? other brute IPA yeah. in tonight in my life. Oh no, no, life. ever. Yeah. Okay. yeah so, we'll so now, I'll, now I'll get to say, oh, that one's my favorite. <laughs> so, so I'll get wait. to pick a side. I thought I
3: thought you were just saying tonight. and I was like, that's an interesting way to measure <laughs> beers. <laughs> 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 Let's try that one because I've only had one. I've only had one, <laughs> <laughs> one. Had one tonight. Yeah, we had Teresa from Crooked Lane
0: i from oh, Auburn. Nice. Yeah, uh, she did a brute IPA, and yeah, it was like yeah. I've heard about this dude. thing.
4: What is what is a thing? I, I, I grew up in Auburn and Crooked Lane. and oh, nice. they're killing it. Dude. They really are, they, man. Like uh, I was there over the holidays, and they had like twenty beers on. Yeah, I did my best to try them all, and <laughs> was, like, not not disappointed by one. So. Good. Oh yeah, it's good to hear. And, She's and only, been open for like beer. six months at that point, which That's, is always a good
3: sign.
0: Oh yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: So for those who don't know, what is a brute IPA?
1: Uh, Rylan, you got that one. Yeah, it's your American-style IPA, Chico-based ale, real light malt, Pilsner malt, something to that effect, um, medium mash temp, and you have hops thrown at it, about three pounds per barrel, dry hopping. Um, aside from that... That all sounds like an IPA, but at the very end, during fermentation, you want to add this little special enzyme to it, and uh, that'll help attenuate the beer almost to that specific gravity of water, so you're kind of looking for your hydrometer mm-hmm. and your uh, cylinder to finish at zero, and uh, once you're there, um, you can start carbonating it up and getting it ready for drinking, so... So just uh, like
0: a super dry champagne, right? Yeah. That's kind of where comes the brew, yeah. right? The, yeah,
1: brute champagne style, mm-hmm. super dry finishing, so effervescent. You might want to carbonate wow. your beer a little bit higher, two point six volumes or something to that equivalent as a oh, okay. as a as a target there for you. Do you keep the bitterness
2: okay. the same as a, a normal IPA?
1: Yeah, it's it's around forty IBUs or so. Okay. So I, close, I guess yeah. a little on the lower on the end side. of that, yeah, mm-hmm. right. you know, you want, definitely want to accentuate the dry hopping, and not go too hard on the hot side hops.
2: Do you guys? Uh, you, I imagine you already had the enzymes in house because you probably use them on the whiskey side, or do you? No. Oh no. Um, we
1: we Can't have we, those right? Yeah. We we ended up uh, grabbing them and uh, purchasing them exclusively for this beer. Oh wow. Uh, we we have been using some other interesting mash techniques to achieve our you know, low. Low levels, high ABV finishing washes. So, okay, we well, don't typically add enzymes to our to our wash. You just rely okay. on the barley or whatever grain you're using. Yeah, and the enzymes there. Mm. To right, yeah, the natural enzymes.
0: What is this uh, finish at? What's the ABV on this? Six, six five, 6.5. Oh wow, that is uh, that's. It, it, I mean, the first few sibs, man. That's a that's a trip. Mm -hmm. Because your mouth just goes dry. It just kind of puckers (laughs) up and kind of just, it's not that malty or even hoppy residual flavor that you normally get with an IPA.
2: Right. Going into it, it tastes like an IPA, but then it just fades into bubbles. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. I I, I like this. Are people digging the um, Brute IPA
0: style
1: over the counter? It's it's interesting. You know, we're, we're hearing kind of people that are approaching this and maybe wanting to see more malt and not getting that and Hmm. not being too happy about that so it's really (laughs) a new style that people are approaching and you know just like with anything there's there's some learning curve and a better way to maybe even tell people about how, like, well, mm. expect this to taste like champagne, et cetera.
0: You think the brute would, would do it for him, but. I, it, it
1: didn't do it for me when I first heard about that. <laughs> yeah. way, so I wouldn't expect
0: well, anyone else to understand that either. <laughs> I drink a lot of champagne because that's war. That's my lifestyle.
4: Well, the kicker, too, like these days selling an IPA that you can, like, see your hand through, it's a hard sell sometimes. <laughs> like, everybody yeah. just wants the murkiest, like yeah. easiest thing possible. And we do that, too. But when you step out of it, people kind of, like, they get a little resistant. It's like, man, like, it's still good. You can still drink it just because you can't, like. Just because you can see through it. it. Right. Yeah.
2: It's not water. Do you guys think
0: yourselves as brewers or distillers? Both. First. Classify
3: it. I'm a consumer. (laughs) Oh. I I mean, you have to. If you distill you have to brew. Yeah. Mm, So if if you're a distiller, you're a brewery and a distillery.
1: So, technically, you're a brewer first.
3: You are brewing. Yeah. You're a brewer. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: Yeah. When we were at Corsair, they call themselves the Sillers, even though I think of them a lot as brewers. Yeah. Um, but you're brewing for the final product,
0: right? You're brewing f- for for how it's going to come out the still.
1: We, I, we try and approach the same level of quality as we do with making beer that we do with making whiskey we're not just lackadaisical you know throwing whatever into the still house because we know <laughs> we don't care about um sanitation practices as much you know mm. we, we we take the same approach to making uh whiskey as we do our beer and vice versa so i i, I see us as both
0: very good answer
1: i like it they pass warren
0: good
2: I was pulling for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yay. Uh, Seven Stills Brewery and Distillery everybody check them out. Where can they buy I know they can go online and figure out where to buy your uh, your gear, right? You go to sevenstillsofsf.com. Um but are you nationwide or in the bay area or what? I mean obviously you're in the bay area. Uh, for, for
3: the beer it's bay area exclusive. Um for the spirits uh, throughout California, mm-hmm. a little bit in Nevada and Arizona. Yeah. Uh, not a ton. Mail order? Mail order? Um, do, you do mail order? A little bit of GSO shipping, uh, but that's just like states. And I okay. Can't list those now, but they are on the w- website. Okay. Yeah.
0: So go to the website and, and check it out. It's definitely worth worth uh, uh, tripping out to oh, California, yeah. man, at the bare minimum. Right. right. And, and you guys already
2: have you have two locations in San Francisco, right? Three. Three. Wow. Open no, now, got, and you're got, working on the fourth.
4: We got the fourth one coming around whenever it comes around. Construction <laughs> in San Francisco, if you say October, it's going to happen in March. You know sure, what I mean? yeah. So we're not going to
2: play that curse game. But so uh, currently, three options. Three three places, right? Okay. Three
4: places.
0: San Francisco's not that big.
1: In the sunset. Uh, it's hard to get around, though. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. And at Knob Hill, and here in the Bayview, right by the airport. Awesome. Well, yeah, oh, nice. just
0: head on over to the airport. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on your way. It's a good uh, cell phone lot, lot, you know, or (laughs) spot. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys. I really appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, uh, Thank you. The spirits are great, and uh, the one beer I had was good, and I'm sure the rest are good, man. Yeah. uh, I'm I'm excited to to see what you guys are doing. (laughs) Well, you know, that's what I do. Uh, Yeah, and that artwork is just good. You guys are you guys are 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 killing. I I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank thank you 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 very much. Thank you. You too. <laughs> um, If you guys want to gain an, a more in-depth knowledge of yeast handling, Warren, I'm speaking directly I to you. I do, you're actually. You're terrible at Thank it. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Uh, if so, join White Labs on June 5th for their Fermentation for Distillers webinar. This course will explore the basics of yeast, its metabolic process, and how to provide ideal conditions for creating the most successful fermentation. Attendees will also gain an understanding of how yeast strain selection plays a critical role in spirits conjoiners, along with how various sugar sources can impact your fermentation and final product. Learn more about the event by visiting whitelabs.com slash education. Our good friends at White Labs are branching out there and, uh, you know, throwing the information around,
2: Warren. Yeah, and if, if this information is very important to know, and if you're going to have to sit through a class and learn it, yeah. These are the people to do that with. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right, Warren. Good All right. show as always. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you. I've for come being to expect
2: you. them as good shows.
0: <laughs> Me too. The one time we're going to get a bummer, it's like, oh.
2: Well, that was a dead. We're, we're just going to switch to a, a card talk radio station. We won't tell you until the end of the episode, though. <laughs> That's right. So you have to wait until now to find out what we think about it. That's
0: right. Uh, thank you very much yeah. to Seven Stills Brewing and Distilling for uh, coming out here and sharing their spirits and their beers with us. Appreciate that. Check them out wherever you can. Yeah. And until next time, everybody. We will see you later.